welcome Jake Fields, our candidate, and his wife, Riley. What's up? What's up again? Long time no see. Oh, wait. Every day. All day. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Can we handle it? Hey, I was just, uh, by the way, would you thank our search team one more time for their diligent work? Thank you. Uh, thanks to those that served along with me and, and, and working on that process. I really appreciate them and uh, the time they devoted to our church family and that. So I'm guessing you guys think the search team did a pretty good job. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, awkward. <laughs> yeah, to put you on the spot there. No, you know, our search team worked hard. And the great thing that we found is that God was so clearly guiding us and bringing us to unity and, and speaking clearly to us. So we, uh, that was a, a thrill. Uh, but, you know, what we talked about some along the way is not only did uh, Faith Church uh, go through a process and narrow down and, and, and want to focus in on you guys, but I feel thankful and blessed that you chose Faith Church. Thanks, Ed. Good call. We're going to need that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm thankful that you guys chose us, too, and I'm going to ask you about that in a little bit. Uh, but, Jake, why don't you introduce uh, these two people? These two people right here, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. So this is my wife, Riley, and uh, this is our baby-to-be <laughs> of September 20th when it is due. So yeah. we're very, very excited. This is our first, and so um, that uh, brings a whole new bunch of pressures, right? <laughs> and we're really excited to walk in that, so. And what is in store for you two when you, you, this afternoon, they will get back on a plane and fly back to home, which is Spokane, Washington, and when you land in Spokane, what's going on tonight? Uh, we're having a gender reveal with our family. All right. Yeah. So do you two know, boy or girl? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> hmm. But no one else knows. Okay, so you're going to have some fun with that with family. But so we're kind of, aren't we sad to kind of miss out on that? So I think we're going to have to figure out today how we can be part of determining, well, maybe not determining, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, voting. I don't know. We'll see. Voting we'll see. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. We'll just, as a church family, I'm pretty sure we can tell you if it's going to be a boy or a girl. So I, good luck with that, right? Oh, oh, now they think there's hints in how, yeah. you're, in how you're dressed. They're reading. I mean, he's wearing blue jeans, too. Okay, so we got pink and blue up here, so I don't know. Hey, how's your weekend been, you two? Either one of you, just how's the weekend going, and we're glad to have you with us. Yeah, absolutely. This has been a phenomenal weekend to be here in your guys' community, to uh, just have the fun youth night. That was a blast. I'm still quite sore from the kickball uh, that we did, but it was a blast doing that, and so... Um, getting to meet each and every one of you, and there's so many more of you here now that I'm just, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to meet all of you. So it's, it's exciting times. And I thought it was really, um, really interesting. Uh, Pastor Matt, uh, you know, he was looking to move from his apartment to his house, and he picked yesterday. Was that so that you could help? Yeah, I want to take this time right now to thank uh, Pastor Matt and Lindsay <laughs> Seepless for uh, picking this weekend of our visitation. They're good friends of ours, actually, uh, to, uh, to move, so we got to see their new house, but uh, <laughs> I got to carry a big old washer, so maybe I'm also sore from that. Maybe so. Yeah, maybe thanks, Matt. So. Which is something fun that I, that I want to tell you all briefly about is, you know, you receive a lot of interest from all over the country in our student ministries pastor position, that when the search team began with a pile of great applications, people who love Jesus and want to serve in student ministry, and you see that one of them has some friendship history with Pastor Matt. 
And, um, and, and Lindsay, and I said yesterday, well, that's nice, you know, <laughs> a friend applied. But, but then to see God work in the process and for Jake to be really rising to the, to the top all through the process has been, uh, so it's a neat small world connection. And what, what's the history of that again? Just re- let the church family know. Yeah, for sure. So I grew up with Lindsay and her family in Spokane, Washington. Uh, our moms were pregnant at the same time. Uh, her older brother and I are the same age. And so uh, we really have a close, tight-knit um, relationship there. And then we got to know Matt uh, even further as uh, they got together and they got married. And, yeah. I got to shoot them on their wedding day. <laughs> I, do oh, for, yeah. I do photography, so. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Yeah, around here, we have to distinguish what kind of shooting <laughs> we're right. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Riley, tell us how you two met. Uh, we met at a wedding, uh, which sounds really cute and romantical, but uh, we were both wearing neon vests with the little orange glow sticks parking cars. <laughs> so sparks obviously flew. <laughs> and yeah, the rest is history. We had a friend set us up later and... Yeah, we've been uh, in December, it'll be 10 years. 10 years dating. together. Yeah. 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 All right. 10 years together and six years married, six years I believe. Six years married, that's right. All right. Excellent. Uh, Riley, we, I would love to hear you or have our church family hear one of your favorite things about Jake, and, and either, either overall or maybe as particular as you think about um, what God is calling you to in student ministry. And um, what's one of your favorite things about Jake that just makes him suited for what God's doing in his life? Uh, he loves people a lot, a lot, a lot. So um, he will always put people above everything else in his life. He's, he'll completely lay down um, his life for anyone. So completely selfless, selfless. And it's just really exciting to see him serve with that kind of passion for people in his heart um, and how God's created him to be in that way. Yeah, right on. Good to distinguish between selfless and selfish, isn't it? I think as a preacher, I'm sure I say the wrong words all the time, and I really hope you guys understand sometimes, right? Good job. Selfless. I like that. Uh, Jake, what about you? Favorite thing about Riley? What would you say? Oh, man, there's uh, too much. Yeah. Uh, No, seriously, my wife uh, is everything that I'm not in the best, and just, she is organized, <laughs> she's on top of it, <laughs> she, she keeps me structured and grounded, and so um, I couldn't really do life without her, so she's the best partner to do anything with, and uh, to have her by my side right now is just an honor, right and on. I love her very much. So. Right on, right on. Uh, Riley, before we let you off the hook, we would love to know, um, for both of you, though, what, uh, why Faith Church? You know, as we said in recent weeks, this is really a two-way process, right? Church family, we want to find God's person for us, and part of that is God speaking to you guys and, and finding a place where uh, a church family to serve in that suits you as well. So just, you know, a couple thoughts about why Faith Church would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, like you mentioned, oh, one of Matt's friends applied. Uh, <laughs> we, we had a lot of friends that expressed interest in mm. their churches, and mm. everyone wants you to go to their church. <laughs> um, and the more we checked you guys out, the more just got God opened doors and just confirmed. Um, Jake's been listening to your sermons like the last several months now. To help you go to sleep? (laughs) To help you go to sleep? No, no, no. Habby gives me life, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and we just felt extreme peace about Mm -hmm. it when we visited um, together the first time. Mm -hmm. And 
um, yeah, just open doors and being obedient to what God has for us. But it just it kind of already feels like home. Good, good. Yeah. Well, it is. Great group of people out there. It is. Yep. And you? Do you oh, want to the same yes, one? Yes. I would love to add. Yeah, to sure. That. Do you want to add anything you would want to add? Why no. Faith Church as you were going through yeah. the process and, and asking God to show you if this was the right place to serve? Yeah, no, definitely through the process. So at the first, it's like, okay, church application, absolutely. Matt Lindsay, definite plus. They're awesome. But uh, we got the opportunity to anonymously visit you guys um, back in July. And so we sat uh, back there, and it was a communion Sunday, which was really awesome and rich. Um, and just being able to witness and observe you guys worshiping together and praising Christ's name and lifting him high through how the service and how your community and your family is uh, really spoke loud volumes to us. And so, um, and we've been, just been seeing that over and over and over. So you have a beautiful community here. You have a beautiful family, and we're excited to get to serve. So. Excellent. Right on. Well, uh, we can let Riley off the hook. Unless, unless you two have a song or a dance that you want to do for us or anything like that. Not this time. Okay. Thank you, though. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll try again later. All right. Thank you. I'll take that from you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'll put this over here. We'll need it later. All right. But I got more for you. More for me. Okay. More for you. We're going to take a little more time with Jake. So um, I did want to point out to you, church family, as you came in, hopefully there was uh, two or three packets of information on the chairs there uh, near you, and, and uh, many of you have had a chance to see that already in recent weeks, but um, not that I want you to necessarily read it now and then begin ignoring us up here, but, <laughs> uh, but uh, there is a lot of great information in that packet, and, and in terms of what we were looking for and asking God to show us who might serve here next, uh, you'll just see that there's a lot of great experience, um, having had a chance to serve in, in youth ministry before, and not only that, but Jake had an opportunity really to start a youth ministry from scratch at the previous church he served in while he was a seminary student in Denver. He got to serve a, a church, and really where there was no youth ministry in place, uh, start to build something, and, and, and God really was um, on, blessed him, and I think um, uh, his efforts were really fruitful, and it's fun to see him have that kind of practical experience. And then having um, excellent theological training, uh, biblical and theological training too, both as an undergrad student and then as a seminary student working on his master's degree at Denver Seminary. One class to go here coming up to finish off that master's degree, but that's really exciting. So um, just wanted to mention those things kind of as an overview of uh, the man next to me here has uh, excellent experience and excellent uh, education. And then, um, you know, and then even beyond that, of course, we, we, we have just loved getting to know Jake and Riley, find them really easy to be with, um, and of course, uh, have seen their love for Jesus first and foremost. So um, speaking of, of, of Jesus, you know, I've, I've heard it said that uh, Christians should be the good news people, you know, the, the people that have good news to share and who live and talk in a way of being the good news people. And so I'd love to just have you share with our church family uh, about the gospel, about the good news, about God's rescue through Jesus. And, and, uh, and I know, you know, you and I both teach the Bible and work in ministry, uh, and there's lots of, of ways you could do that, lots of things that might come to mind. But I ask you this morning to, to share something with us that, that you love from Scripture that would, sure. that, would, that would help us be good news people. Good news people, absolutely, yeah. no. Um, just a real quick thing, I'm going to take you into the book of Romans, which is one of my favorite books in the Bible. I know pastors always say, this is my favorite book in the Bible, but 
this is one of my favorites, and it's a passage that's near and dear to my heart in chapter 8 of Romans. Um, when I was in middle school, actually, I went to a private Christian school, and so at this private Christian school, we had this faithful little old lady that was our Bible teacher, and she was amazing, and she tasked for us to memorize in that year, our eighth grade year, the chapter 5 and chapter 8 of Romans. And so we would have to memorize those and then commit to memory and then speak them in front of our class and her for a grade, you know, because it is school still, but it was very good. And so this has always stuck uh, near and dear to my heart. I love Romans chapter 8. It's contextually about sanctification and our process of being holy as Christ is holy, Mm -hmm. as God is holy. And so uh, I want to start with verse 2 real quick uh, and just want to encourage you guys because it says, For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Mm -hmm. It is only through Christ Jesus alone, the son of the living God, It's through his sacrifice on the cross. It's through his road to suffering that our sins were carried away, that the power of hell was broken. Amen. How awesome is that? It just gets me stoked. And so (laughs) um, it goes down further in the passage, and it's it's talking about in verse 11, if the spirit of him who dwelled, or the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies Mm. through his spirit who dwells in you. It is through Christ, his pierced hands, his pierced feet, and his resurrected body that we have life and relationship with God the Father, our good, good Father. Mm. Amen? Yeah. And through their work, we have the spirit indwelling in us. And it is a beautiful thing. We have his power to raise life and death and This is talking about the end here. And so we have hope for the future. Mm -hmm. We have hope for the end. And that is through the power of the Spirit that we can rest in that and be encouraged in that in our daily lives. So church, this is my encouragement to you to just grasp the Spirit, hold tightly to Him as He is in you always, Mm -hmm. every second of every day, and live light Mm -hmm. in the darkness. Yeah, I'm so thankful that, that, that following God isn't, a, is, doesn't, uh, isn't because of my efforts, but because of God's rescuing work through Jesus, as you said, and, yeah. and his power empowering us to live for him. Uh, not only God comes to us in Jesus to save us from sin and death originally, but God comes to us through his spirit to help us to live for him today. And I would love them to hear a little bit about how God has rescued you with that good news. Um, you know, maybe start with just, you know, initially, how did you come to saving faith in Jesus and what circumstances and how did God work in your life uh, to bring that about? Yeah, so I did grow up in a Christian home. Um, we went to church every Sunday and I was about when I was five years old or so uh, that we came home and my dad and I sat on the couch. Mom was making uh, egg salad sandwiches or something in the, in the kitchen and um, we sat on the couch and dad just started asking me about uh, Sunday school and what I had learned, and I believe I learned about the, the disciples and Jesus and their relationship uh, that Sunday. Uh, vividly, I remember this because of how he perfectly led into uh, the gospel uh, message. So it was really good of my dad. Um, <laughs> credit dad. to him. Yeah, that's right. Dads are awesome. Um, and so 
what he did is he, he said, yeah, they had a great relationship. Would you like to have a relationship with this Jesus guy? And I said, yes, of course. It'd be a great friendship to have. Tell me all about this. You know, it was a five-year-old kid. Um, and so he, he got out this piece of paper and, and a pencil. And my dad, uh, he's an accountant, so he's not an artist. So forgive him. But <laughs> he, he took this piece of paper, and, and on one side of the paper, he drew this cliff. And on this cliff, he titled it Earth. And on top of it was me and him, and dad was taller because I was five. And so on the other side of this piece of paper was heaven, and uh, on that he drew God, and God was taller than dad because God is bigger, right? Okay, this is five-year-old learning. So, um, And in between is this great chasm, this empty space, and uh, just an emptyless pit, and so he called that hell and our sin separation from God. And so... How, how are we going to get over there, Jake? He asked, and I says, okay, I have no idea. And he said, <laughs> well, God had a perfect plan, and he sent his son Jesus here, and he died on a cross and rose again. And so he drew a cross to bridge between the two cliff sides. And so he then drew us walking across over to God because now we are in relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And so I, I prayed the prayer with my dad that day, and that's the start of um, my long journey with Christ. Yeah. Excellent. And well, and then you say a journey. And, and that's what we just talked about, the, the power of God at work in our life. And, and certainly, uh, God working in our life, Jesus' uh, life, death, and resurrection coming to us to bring about, uh, to bring about new life, to bring about our salvation, uh, to, to take us from sin, in, in, uh, from the power of sin into the, his power, and, and out of death and into life. And then, and thankfully, that's not the end of our, of our spiritual lives, that the Spirit is in us and continuing to transform us mm -hmm. and help us to be more like Jesus. And so I'd love you to just give a glimpse, too, of that. How do you see God working in your life recently, continuing to, to change you and give you new heart and new desires? And, yeah, absolutely. You know. I think uh, God's just changed me huge, just in immense ways over the past, I mean, even 10 years of Riley and I being together. I was very passionate and zealous about being an overseas missionary. That was something that I really wanted to do with my life, and I felt God's call on my life uh, through a youth pastor's uh, sermon um, that just grabbed me and was like, you got to go and do this, serve God with your whole heart. And so... That was my call, and I, I spent all my teenage years going to overseas mission trip, different countries, and serving him in different ways, and it was awesome. However, it was in one of those foreign countries that God really spoke to me and said, hey, Jake, okay, this was a good trip, but I want you to serve domestically. Mm -hmm. I want us, you to serve your people, the people that speak your language, mm -hmm. and the culture that you know best, and I want you to serve them with your whole heart. And so... It was like very clear to me there. It was like, okay, fine. So I, I came back to Spokane. I went to Moody Bible Institute and um, started studying um, theology there and biblical studies. And then God calls me out of that to go to grad school. And that was entirely him because Jake is not an academic. But boy, <laughs> God thinks I should be. And so... <laughs> <laughs> he, he dragged me the whole way. Um, but no, and I just saw as I went into this youth and family program at Denver Seminary, my heart was just tearing and opening for the youth mm. of today, the youth of tomorrow, the youth of yesterday. And so um, that's my passion and my, I'm zealous for it right now. And so God's been just working in me and um, definitely working in me coming to Oregon. This is kind of paradise. So, <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't want to be here, right? Yeah, so. right on. 
Well, I, I'm thankful to hear that reminder of how God's worked in your life. And I think it's a reminder to all of us to, as we desire to follow Jesus, to, to learn to listen to him. And then, and then as we hear from, from God in our lives and, and giving us direction and calling us into new things, um, do we trust him to obey? Mm. And so I love that you were able to you know, kind of redirect and, and, and shift priorities according to what you felt like God was doing in your life and, and, and follow obediently, even if it meant graduate school. Amen. So, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, as we've talked about a lot in the last few minutes, it's ultimately uh, God who rescues. Our, our, our salvation, our, our new life is because of God's work in our life. It's not about what we do or whether we match up or whether we earn it. Uh, or whether we have to be a good person first. It's really God's working in our lives. And yet, as we study the scriptures, we see that there, there, there certainly is participation. There's, there's our discipline and our, uh, our desire to, to follow and obey. And then, and then we as a church family help one another uh, follow and obey Jesus. And so I was thinking about student ministry. I mean, we're here because uh, we wanted to bring someone onto our staff team to uh, serve our junior high and high school students especially. And, and parents, we have a role, a significant role, the most important role. We're going to talk about that more in a few minutes in, in raising our children to know and follow Jesus. Church family, you're part of that responsibility God has given us to uh, raise the children of this church, pointing them toward Jesus and, and giving them a great opportunity to follow him their whole lives. And, and, then, and then staff is part of that picture, I think, of how God works. And so what, what, you, you told us a little bit about your draw to his student ministry, but maybe what else, you know, just why student ministry? Um, what drew you to it? Why, why, are you, why do you want to, do you see this job description and, and pursued this and stuff? What, what's, uh, what gets you fired up about serving students? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so kind of talking a little bit uh, back there, um, a youth pastor of mine, he, I was mowing lawns for the church at the time in this awesome, like, Cub Cadet mower. It was pretty epic, um, I thought. <laughs> and um, he just comes out to me one day and said, hey, do you want to just intern in our youth ministry? I said, I didn't give it even second. I, I, I've not even thought of this. This isn't on my radar, but yeah, sure, I'll do it. You know, just acting out in obedience, mm. like we're saying. So God presents an opportunity. Well, sure, let's do this. And so um, falling in love was uh, the easy and gradual part. I mean, junior high boys are awesome to, to throw jello at and to go paintballing with, but it's even more awesome to be able to share Christ's love with them and what is awesome and stated in here that they need to hear in their cultural context. And so um, coming from that and then going to Denver Seminary and being equipped with the great tools in how to actually do it properly, efficiently, and well, um, as we're called to do, uh, has just uh, even impassioned me more. And so um, I'm looking forward to just what God has for me in the young people of today. Um, they are the church of today. They are not the church of tomorrow. And so that's, my, that's what I believe wholeheartedly. Excellent. Well, good. It's fun to hear your heart and a desire to proclaim that good news, to help us be good news people, to help our uh, students be good news people. Um, you know, I'm sure there's lots that we would like to know if we had endless amounts of time, really important things like Starbucks or Dutch Brothers. Oh, no. Careful. <laughs> Careful. <clears throat> Press. Press. <laughs> nice. Nice. I have a similar, I think, I'm, I'm, I have a suspicion how you're going to handle this next one, too, but it was thrown at me, so I got to throw <laughs> it at you. Ducks or beavers. Careful. 
Oh, man, this is rough. <laughs> so I'm just going to answer to what my heart is speaking to me. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Huskies. Oh. So there's a... Oh. So... <laughs> so you, you mentioned Oregon being paradise. We'll work on you. We'll work on you. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on you. Uh, Riley, would you come on back up? We want to pray for you too real quick. And Darren, come on up. I'm going to invite Darren, one of our elders, to come up and join us. Yeah, let me grab the mic for you, brother. Um, and uh, I want to I continue in a moment with just a few more comments. But before we, uh, before we continue on, we ask uh, Darren to come up here and uh, lead us in a word of prayer for Jake and Riley. Let's, let's all pray. Wow, Lord, we're just so thankful. What an honor to be here today, a special day in the history of our church. And, uh, Lord, it's always cool when uh, we see uh, a young couple that are following uh, your guidance in our life, uh, being called at a, a fairly young age to be served, to serve you. And what a privilege for us to uh, get to see them um, as well and to be called to our church. And, Lord, we just uh, thank you uh, this process has been just humbling and um, honoring to you. And Lord, now the work really begins as we see them uh, come into our fellowship and Lord, uh, our call to um, us to support them and to support their family as we get to, to know um, Jake and Riley and their new baby. And Lord, we just um, just pray for the upcoming weeks and months. And Lord, we've got um, so much to look forward to. And we pray for our students as well as we receive, as they receive him, them as well. And uh, Lord, we just give you all the honor and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Uh, stay up here for a moment. I thought of one other thing that I, I forgot about earlier, and they can help me out upstairs because they know I missed a picture earlier. So, <laughs> so when we, um, thanks, brother. If you want to, I can let you uh, off the hook. Thank you. Uh, when the, uh, when the applications came in and, and uh, you know, Jake expressed interest in serving here, um, we hadn't even asked about references yet. We hadn't even asked for give us names of people we can call, et cetera. And one of his professors at Denver Seminary found us, emailed us, wrote a page, and it was just glowing about Jake and wanted to know uh, us to, you know, be sure to consider and be sure to see how God is working in his life. And of, of all my students, he's got these gifts for ministry, and I would want my daughter to be uh, in his youth group. So those were awesome, encouraging words. And he gave you guys a bit of advice if you read the packet. He gave you a bit of advice if you have them over for dinner, a question to ask them. Sorry, I'm going to ask it already. So he said we needed to ask about your tent collection. What's going on? So, so I asked you about it, and you sent me a picture. And those are all your tents? That, that's a partial collection. A partial <laughs> And I'm going to hand it off to yeah, my well, wife. What, what's going on with all the tents? I have a problem. <laughs> uh, I work at REI, and so we get this, these really, really, really awesome deals. I mean, they practically, like, give me tents. So uh, it's hard to say no. Yeah. But, yeah, we can all go camping together. Okay. So it's going to be great. All right. Good. All right. Love you guys. Thanks, Thank you. Whoops. Sorry. Appreciate it. All right. I'll let you guys off the hook here. <laughs> Thanks. Let's thank them. Isn't it fun to have them with us in person now? 
seeing pictures, reading the stories, hearing for weeks about what was ahead, but now to uh, have them with us and to ask God to show us clearly what's in store. And I just, I just wanted to take just another minute or two before we uh, worship through music again and, and close our worship gathering. I wanted to just take a minute uh, to share with you from my heart as well. And you've heard me on this before, but I think it's such a good time to be reminded of it. When I think of the children in our church family, uh, young children, but also our middle school students and our high school students, uh, we have sometimes referred ourselves to Deuteronomy 6, verse 7 is on the screen. You shall teach them, speaking of God's commands and of, of pointing them to Jesus, you shall teach them diligently to your children. And you shall talk about them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. And I love that that's such a picture. Uh, I think we as parents get a little stressed out about how we point our kids to Jesus. And I think what's encouraging about this verse is it's kind of saying that it's just life. It's just part of life. It's in everything you do. It's as you go out the door and as you come in the door, as you go to the car and as you get out of the car and as you sit at the meal and as you go to sports practice and as you live life together, you, you point them to the commandments of God and to new life found in Jesus. And so it's just important, I think, on a day like this where we celebrate and are thankful for, for the privilege and the, and the blessing it is as a church family to be able to afford and have the privilege of having staff people that serve in different areas. This is a, a tremendous blessing. And, and uh, our different staff people are blessed by your generosity. We are freed up to serve full-time what God has given us to do, and, and it's, it's thanks to your generous giving and to our church's budget and to our ability to hire staff, and, and that's a good thing. And yet, as we go to the scriptures, and we as parents, but not just parents, we as a church family want to ask God, what is our role in helping children come to find life in Jesus? And, and parents, you are the primary disciplers. You are the primary spiritual nurturers. God has given you the responsibility of pointing your children to Jesus. And then church family, and then staff, we have an opportunity to come around parents. We all, young and old in here, kids or no kids, kids, adult kids or little kids, we all as a church family have the opportunity to support one another in, in, in raising children that know God's love for them. And, and, and we can help each other, hopefully, establish in our children, young, middle school, high school, et cetera, establish in them a pattern that will help them rely on God for all their days, right? We wanna do that together. So parents, you have that primary responsibility. Church family, we wanna come alongside our, our families, our parents, our children. And then, yes, and then staff are a piece, and it's a blessing. Uh, I am so thankful that God has given us Debbie Davies to serve in our children's ministry, that we have a paid staff person that oversees our children's ministry. Could we, could we give her a little love? She's, she's not even in here to hear that because she's with our children, so you can hug her later, right? But, but our, our children's ministry is a team uh, effort. We're thankful for so many of you that serve in children's ministry alongside Debbie, that make it possible for us to love the children in our church. And similarly, uh, as we uh, bring a new staff member on and we have the opportunity to have someone whose primary role is with our teenagers, that is exciting and, that's, and we're thankful for that. But again, church family, I want, I want you to rise to the occasion too and remember our responsibility, uh, all of us, parents, not parents, to be part of 
um, loving the children within our church family, pointing them to Jesus so that they can find life and follow him always. So, sound good? Can we do that together? Because, um, because you are needed. The body of Christ is not just the staff. It's not just staff that do the work of ministry. Church is not a building. Church is not an event. Church is God's people gathered together, serving Jesus on mission for him, working together. And so you are needed. You are a critical part of this church family. Many of you are already serving. Thank you. Many of you are serving a little. Thank you. Some of you don't yet know what, what peace part, or what role God has for you. We would love to help you think that through. And it's not just children's ministry or student ministry, but so many ways um, where we need your help and where we need you to show uh, your love for God by serving your church family. So appreciate that. Uh, we have, uh, uh, in just two weeks from today, September 8th, we return to two worship gatherings every Sunday morning at 9 and 1045. So just a heads up, next week is, is same summer schedule, 9 a.m. speaker, 1045 a.m. worship gathering. That's next Sunday. Two Sundays from now, we're back to two worship gatherings, 9 a.m. and 1045. And that just, that just reminds us that we need many of you to serve our community, to serve our church family, to serve students, to serve children, to make our Sunday mornings possible. So thanks for being willing to consider your part in that. And speaking of going back to two services, two worship gatherings in two weeks, I want to let you know also on September 8th, in addition to going back to two worship gatherings, we are going to get into a new sermon series, really excited about studying the entire letter uh, in our Bible that we call 1 Corinthians. We're going to spend the next several months, uh, eight, nine months, really diving into what God has to say uh, to a local church in Corinth and how those things apply to, to us as a church family as well. So we're going to take the opportunity in coming weeks uh, to study 1 Corinthians together. Let's pray, and then we're going to worship through music and, uh, and, and look forward to what else God has for us this morning. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much for being our good, good Father. We thank you for the opportunity to meet Jake and Riley this morning. We thank you for the, um, the reminder through their lives of, of what it looks like to follow you, to listen for your voice, to be willing to obey your call. And God, I pray for myself, I pray for all followers of Jesus in this room that we too would uh, put ourselves before you with open hands, that, uh, that, uh, that uh, we don't have to serve full time, that we don't have to... Uh, that some of us will go to the ends of the earth, but not all. But would we come to you, open, open eyes, open heart, open mind, to hear from you how we can grow, how you want to change us, what you have in store for us, God, and just help us to live by faith, by the power of your spirit working within us. Help us to trust you as you empower us to live for you. God, we, wanna, we, wanna, we want our lives to be all about you. We want you to get all the glory in our individual lives, and us as a church family, may all that we do and say be for the glory of Jesus. So as the ushers come now to receive our morning offering, God, we give out of a thankful heart. Help us to give joyfully, to lift our prayers enthusiastically, to sing out of thankfulness for all that you have done for us. We love you. We need you. We give you our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen.